Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two things are written that are true. Name change and I got arrested. Pay attention, please. Welcome to Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast with your hosts, I'm Lene Brody. And I'm Chris Rogers. We interview your favorite wives, past and present, and dish on the biggest franchise scoop. So Bravo fans, get ready to flip a table and take a Xanax because things are about to get real wild. We're going to mention it all. Okay. So you guys were so excited today to chat with Real Houses of Salt Lake City's Meredith Marks. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me today. So if you could come up with any tagline for yourself, I would just love to know what it would be. Well, I've made a lot of suggestions, so we might have to keep those quiet for a little bit because I don't know what my next one will be. Oh my God, she got salty on us. I love that. I love that. I love that. Let's let's get snowy, right? I'm I'm just on on with all the puns today. Um, okay, so you're in LA right now, actually. I am. I've been here for a few weeks and um, spending a little time. It's nice to be able to move and get out and about again. Are you hoping to kind of enjoy some more time here in the near future? Were you looking at homes? Were you just needing some sunshine? So I was not looking at homes, but we are considering taking something here and, you know, maybe next Mm -hmm. year. Um, I'll probably come back here for another month in the fall and then maybe we'll run something the following spring and see how we like it part-time, not full-time. We're not leaving Park City, but we're just thinking about, you know, we did leave Chicago during COVID. It was a little intense and uh, we're looking to figure out our next steps. That's so exciting. I mean, being here for Pride, unreal, right? Like what's it been like for you? You know what? It's been amazing. I mean, for me, it's like, I know June is pride month, but it's sort of like every month is, is a month that it can be celebrated. And, you know, we, we don't forget about it during the other months, just like I don't forget about breast cancer when it's not October, you know, it's like, it's an ongoing thing. So yes, it is special, uh, you know, to be here in June, but it's always, we're engaging all year round, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, which we also wanted to talk about. Um, you know, you partnered with Glad to um, donate a portion of your sales of your your own jewelry line, as well as a T-shirt, which I'm loving, and I'm already ordered mine, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, what well, can you tell us about that partnership? I'm glad you already ordered because I believe we are completely sold out, um, which is great because hopefully we raised a lot of money. Um, Glad has been amazing. We did this uh, beautiful photo shoot together last spring. And um, so we sort of led with that. And and the idea 
is, you know, to show that, um, that my jewelry is, is, you know, gender neutral. It's not about, you know, so always, everyone's always asking me, when are you coming out with your men's collection, men's collection? And I'm kind of, I've always kind of been like, well, I'll work on it, but like men wear my jewelry already, you know? So I wanted to do something with that. And then as I was thinking along those lines, I was like, well, Glad is incredible. Let's partner, let's raise some awareness here. Let's do something really positive for the community. And so that's what we did. And so we're donating a, a portion of all of our jewelry sales and 100% of the profits from all of those t-shirts that we did, which sold out. So maybe we'll do another drop at some point. For sure, yeah. I love that, I love that. I'm glad I got mine before they sold out then. Or sure, pardon? I said it's such a hot commodity along with those Brooks tracksuits. Like, did you ever in your wildest dreams expect those tracksuits to blow <laughs> up? Like what? You cannot, I went to order one. I could not get one. Okay. I did not expect it at all, but knowing Brooks Marks, I'm not surprised. Let me just say that, you know, no, it was not expected, but you know what? He has an incredible like attention to detail and he, he knows how to execute, you know? I mean, I don't know if he knows that he knows how to execute, but he does. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like raising your son, obviously against the grid, if you will, a little bit in Salt Lake, you know, where people have a lot of opinions. There's a certain culture. It's not West Hollywood. What's it kind of been like for you as a mother? So it's very interesting because we've lived in a, a lot of different places. And um, I mean, predominantly it's been between Park City, Chicago and Toronto. Um, so, you know, but raising my kids, they were in and out of all of these other places as well, including LA for that matter. I mean, you know, we've spent a lot of time here over the years and, um, so I don't know, it's a little, it's kind of a hard question because like we ha only had a few years where my kids were actually in school in Utah. You know, we were kind of back and forth after that. Um, my oldest son did graduate from Park City High School, but um, it's, it, it, it was like, it's different there. You know, the mentality and the culture is very, very different, particularly because you're not just because it's it's Utah, not because it's Salt Lake, not because of the religious influences, but we're living in a resort. And that right there is a very, very different mentality, you know, than a city. So um, what's nice though, is you get a lot of change, a lot of, you know, people who come and go that own second homes, a lot of tourists. And so you, you have immense diversity through the people who are coming in and out of the town, which is really nice, you know? That's, but that's it's different, true. very different. That is true. I mean, you know, I feel like Salt Lake, the connotation around it was a little bit broken when you ladies hit the screen earlier this fall. We got to kind of know your community a little bit more. And, you know, there's other people in your cast who have also had a little bit different lifestyles than the typical Mormon upbringing, if you will. And, you know, some of them were kind of shunned from community members, friends, family, whatever. Did you have that experience as well ever? You know, it, it, it's, um, I don't know if I would say I ever felt shunned. Um, I definitely would not use that word because I was not, I was always 
saying I'm Jewish. I was never trying to be a part or partially a part of that community. Um, I certainly like plenty of people who are involved in it and have friends and everything else, but I wasn't like looking to kind of halfway be in and out of it, which I think is where you get some level of, of backlash, not necessarily even from the church, but maybe from, from just some people in the community because everyone has opinions, you know, which is what makes life interesting. So um, I, I just, it, it wasn't really an issue for me, you know, it just, especially in Park City too, where it's, it is more diverse. I mean, it definitely is more diverse than, um, well, Salt Lake is fairly diverse too, but the rest of Utah is not, you know, it's not at all. Um, but those two areas are. And so, you know, I never felt, I, you know, yeah, of course there's a little bit of a fish out of water element, but part of that too, is just, I'm a city girl, you know, and I'm suddenly in this, like, I'd never lived in a suburb in my life and I'm living in this little ski resort with like 10,000 people. So um, that right there is a huge change, but from the religious aspects and stuff like that, that was really not a huge issue for us in Park City at all. It may have been if we were, you know, down in, in another area where we were the only people who were Jewish, I'm sure it would be a bit more uncomfortable. I'm actually curious about how Brooks has adjusted to the fame he's gotten from Housewives because I mean he just like came out of the gun a gate running you know from all the franchises I've watched over the years um you know seeing the kids and whatnot Brooks has really left a mark on fans so like he's gained notoriety just as much as you ladies have as much and so how has he adjusted to that level of fame that's come with the show you know our family has been pretty much just kind of moving forward. I mean, we're, we're in a different state, obviously, at some level, because, well, first of all, my marriage is much better. So that's a very positive thing. But it's a change for my children. When your children are used to dealing with parents just individually, and now they have to deal with them as a team. That's a big adjustment, huge. Um, but basically speaking we are you know in a very similar state we, you know we we wrapped we went into covid which was very bizarre um and so just in this last like couple of months we're getting out and about and seeing you know people that recognize us randomly off the street or wherever and so he's just starting to experience all of that um but you know i think for him it's been He's very serious about work. He's very serious about, he's a serious human being in general. Mm -hmm. And so he's focused and he knows what he needs to do. He knows what he at this point in time wants to do, maybe not forever, but you know, he knows what he wants right now and he's going after it. And I think it's great. You know, he's, he's focused. He's not letting um, the show get the best of him for the most part. There are times it's hard. I mean, it is difficult when you are, um, suddenly in the public eye and hearing you know things being said about you where you're like wait mm. that's not true but no you really should not go on twitter and say that's not right. true leave it alone who cares let people believe what they want to believe and move on you know so we're all learning yeah i mean i'm always interested to see how the extended family feels because obviously i mean maybe it was a family decision for you to join the show but essentially you are the one joining the show so i'm always interested to see you know how the kids how the husbands feel about the fame that comes with them being on it as well so that you know i love to hear that 
he's adjusting well, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, he is adjusting well. I would never have done the show without my family approving it. It's just not the way I am. I just, it's, to me, it's something that impacts everybody. You know, even my oldest son who, who you know, is not on it, it, it has an impact on everyone. And so I, I felt like it was very important for all of us to be in agreement on it for me to move forward. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's actually been very positive for our family overall. Yes, there are moments that you hate and there are moments that are super toxic and whatever else. But, you know, like I've said, it really it did help my marriage. I know that sounds insane. <laughs> because I actually just had lunch with someone who was saying, well, if he did a Bravo show in the past, he's like, cause my divorce. And yeah. I, well, I had a little bit of a different experience. But um you know, overall, it's been very positive. It's sort of like, it, it definitely helped with my marriage. It definitely has helped me become a better communicator, which is something I'm constantly working on and I still need help on. And I'm getting better, I'm trying, you know. What What's the gay community like in Salt Lake at Park City versus West Hollywood? Like for some of us who've never been there, talk us through it. Who rages harder? <laughs> um, It's just different new york i would say rage is the hardest by the way <laughs> not utah or california you know um you know here i the what to me it's like west coast people are here more like always lifestyle it becomes like a definite priority because that's why you're here you know that's why you want the, the mountain and the oceans and the ski slopes or whatever it is you're into um so it, it's you know people i feel like people are up a little earlier here. It's just a little bit different. So New York, I would say gets number one. I know you didn't include them, but I would, I would say that is number one for the partying scene for sure. Um, and you know, it's, it's really not any different here than it is there. It's, it's just here. It's more normalized. Whereas in Salt Lake, there's a, there is a strong gay community, but it is not as integrated into the whole community. You know, it's just, it's just a bit different in that way. Um, I'm not saying it's not accepted because it is, it's just not, you know, here, to me here, it's like, no one's even thinking about it. It's a non-issue. I wouldn't say that it's quite gotten to that place yet in Utah. So I wouldn't say it's. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's like nobody cares. Right. Well, it seems that's what I love about the show. And I love about Brooks and you and, and your husband. You guys just are so warm, welcoming, accepting and saying like, you know what? We don't really care what the connotation is here. We don't really care what you guys have to say. I mean, do you guys really recognize that you kind of are, are you know, paving that way for viewers? I mean, I hope so. You know, to me... The day that we have acceptance, it's a day that nobody has to have a label anymore, you know, where it just doesn't matter where we can just be. 
And, and, and that's really true for, you know, I, and I'm not just talking about LGBTQ, I'm talking about like really everything where you're dealing with minority status, where you're dealing with whatever. When we can all just be, and we don't define ourselves through the color of our skin, our sexual preference, anything like that, that's when there is truly acceptance. And I think we're a very long way off, unfortunately. Yeah, and you know, it's like bullying, unfortunately, comes a lot growing up. And I can't imagine, you know, what you've had to see with your son. Like, is there something that stands out for you? And like, what was your advice? And what's your advice to other parents who, you know, have to deal with that? You know, I think that um, as a parent, it, we all want to protect our children. I mean, that's totally. obviously like that is first foremost on everything and um no matter who your child is no matter what they believe what they like what they don't like everybody as a child is going to get some sort of hatred bullying ridicule whatever it may be it's just it's a part of growing up unfortunately um and even with, even if we had full acceptance in this world, it would still happen because kids are kids and that's the way they're wired and that's what they do. And that's part of learning and maturing and realizing, oh, that hurts somebody else's feelings. I shouldn't do that, you know, or whatever. Um, so I would say that the biggest key for us was communication. You know, I, I always would talk and ask questions and, you know, whether it's that you're, you know, if it was that your kid, your, your son wants to play with a Barbie doll or whatever, which should be a non-issue, but unfortunately it is an issue. And so, you know, I would say, oh, you know, Brooks, you, you know, I, if you want to play with a doll, I think that's fabulous. That's fantastic. But I'm just going to let you know that some people think that it should be girls playing with dolls, not boys. I'm not saying that's right. I don't believe that's right. But if someone's, I wanna forewarn you so that if someone says something to you, you're prepared and your feelings aren't, you know? So I think really just, even though they're kids, they get it. They're not, you know, they're, they're learning, they're growing. And I think just talking and explaining the situations that they're not blindsided by something is really the key. I think we can all deal with stuff as long as we're prepared for it. I love that advice. I Me love too. That advice. I think that's really sound advice. And I, I have to ask you, I'm going to pivot for a second here because I've been dying to ask you, you and Lisa Rinna completely broke the internet posting that photo from, I mean, the polo lounge, I, two icons. Tell us what it was like to be at, like what happened at that table. We want to know everything. Oh my God. We had the best time. We had never met in person before. We had texted a little bit, you know, here and there. Um, you know, so I didn't really know what to expect because as we all know, we're seeing little clips and moments of somebody's life, which, you know, doesn't really define who they are. So I don't know if she's really very much like what I've seen or not seen, you know, and, and she was fantastic. She is fantastic. We had a lot of fun. We chit chatted away and uh, solved all the world's problems. <laughs> uh, what was something that surprised you about her um okay well this is so basic and elementary but I was actually quite frankly stunned by how young she looks she looks amazing let me just say that she looks fantastic uh like really good I was kind of blown away <laughs> 
Really, really. Did she, did you guys kind of like, I, I'm so curious, like when you get two housewives together from different franchises at a lunch table, like, do you guys talk about each other's seasons? Do you have like complete off record gossip about like other Bravo celebrities? Like take us through it. Um, I mean, we definitely talked a little bit about like our seasons, but not really like when this happened, when that happened, it's more like loose stuff, like how, you know, we feel about the way people view loyalty on the show or things like that, you know, like bigger concepts rather than, oh, well, what happened in that scene or whatever, you know, we didn't really get into anything like that. It was more like larger concepts. Um, but yeah, we definitely talked about the shows. Um, no, we didn't get into much like Bravo gossip and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not a huge gossip to begin with, I'll be honest, it's not really my thing. Um, because to me, it, it's somewhat irrelevant. Like if you're happy, you're happy. If you're not happy, I'm sad for you. And you know, let's all just live our lives. And I don't need to really know everything everyone else is doing every moment. It's just not my vibe. But um, so we didn't really go there very much, but, and also it's our first meeting, you know, how, how much is she gonna tell yep. me on meeting yep. number one? <laughs> you have to save it for the next one. Yes, exactly. You gotta save some things up. I, I can't wait for the next meeting. Well, who's like one housewife that you're dying to have lunch with still? And why? Oh, um, let's see. Who would I die to have lunch with? I don't know. I honestly, I would like to, I, I, I've met, you know, a few of the housewives, not a huge number of them. I've met, um, obviously Lisa, I met Brung from OC in the past. Um, Love Dolores, she's great. Oh, the best. Uh, I met Luann when I was in New York the last time. So I haven't met a ton of people. I would like to meet one from every franchise, I feel like though, more than like a specific person, be because I just think it's interesting to hear how everything is kind of like, oh, it's just different, you know, because it's a different city. We're all somewhat culturally different in our cities too. So I, I would really, I have not met anyone in person yet from Dallas at all, oh. um, and uh, you know, I definitely would like to meet the rumored Miami women. Um, We're gonna have to set that up. I'm gonna get you all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set you up. No, it's not confirmed, is it? It's all rumored. Miami, yes, it is confirmed. Miami. It's confirmed. confirmed yeah. Okay, so not rumored then. <laughs> the confirmed. Yes. Um, I can't keep. <laughs> no, I actually have my Tiffany Moon candle burning right now. I like literally <laughs> live in like a Bravo Mecca in my home. I'm sure that doesn't surprise you. <laughs> That's amazing. That's I know awesome. the season's gonna be a little different, you know, for you because now you guys are like back together and doing better than ever. It seems like how is that going to play out this year? I know you can't say much, but also in your real life on Instagram, we see it looks like everything's going very well. Yeah, I mean, my, life is life is good. I'm happy. I have no complaints right now. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what this that rest of uh, 2021 brings for me. I don't know. Fingers crossed, it's all positive, right? Yes, yes, totally understand, totally understand. I mean, you know, you do credit the show for basically saving your marriage. You said somebody said the opposite to you. Um, talk to me just a little bit about that. 
Yeah, you know, it's for Seth and I, we were in a state where our communication was just so terribly broken. And we were really working hard trying to repair things through, you know, mainly through therapy, but through whatever, whatever we could grasp at, basically. Um, and you are forced to communicate um, through this whole process with this show. And it really did help us um, think about how we speak to each other, what we say, what the messages you're trying to convey. Are you conveying the message? How is it received? You know, that's what, that's what this is about at the end of the day. The show is all about how people communicate, you know, whether it's me and my family, me, you know, and my children, my husband, the other ladies, whatever. It's, that's, that's why everyone's watching. And um, it's not to see me like, you know, make a margarita in a blender that explodes. It's not the show, you know, that's not what it's about. So that's a funny moment or whatever, but no one's going to watch just for that. There has to be all this interpersonal interaction and communication. And us being under so much, you know, like scrutiny, I guess, at the end of the day, forced us to continually reevaluate put ourselves in a better space. And then, um, you know, that coupled with our therapy and believe it or not, COVID really helped us because I think for everybody, it took a moment where they were like, oh, wow, this is like, you know, we can all be dead tomorrow. Am I doing what I want to be doing? Am I living the life I want to be living? And for many couples, it resulted in divorce. For us, it resulted in saying, you know what? This is what I want and we have to work harder. And we it's not like you can just let your marriage go, you know, and, and say, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be there tomorrow. It's, it's an ongoing process that you have to be working on on a daily basis or it's not going to survive. And so, you know, it was sort of like these moments, the, like these multiple aha moments that all sort of came in a very tight time frame that saved us. Yeah. Do you think you guys would ever renew your vows? So that is something we've talked about, but from what I've been told, and, and I don't yeah. know how much you, I was not a huge reality TV show watcher prior to this. So I'm still learning things. So what I am told by everybody is it's like, that's the beginning of the end of your marriage. If you ever do that on television. In, in housewives territory is usually the kiss of death, sadly. <laughs> you don't want that for you. So that's, so doing it on, on camera would be a hard no, that's not <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we'll do something on our but, own with our three children or something. I, I mean, but I was also going to say, I mean, you beat the odds with season one, you beat the odds of COVID, maybe it would work out in your favor. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe that's what my, you know, place is meant to be, it's like a trip. <laughs> finding new ways to go against the grain on housewives. Right, right. <laughs> I love, you know, and your store is like, do you have tons and tons of fans now that come by? Has your business just been booming? Yeah, business is good. We are busy both in store and online. I mean, it's, it's great. People are popping in all the time and it's fun. You know, I think it's nice that they have somewhere to go in Park City that ties back to the show, which, you know, I think is just great. That's awesome. And where can people get your shirts? And is there any plans to do any like collabs fashion-wise with Brooks in the future again? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, Brooks is working on some new stuff on his own. We are in discussions of a collaboration together. I have another couple design collabs coming out too, one of which will benefit Glad, but that's a little ways out. So I can't tell you much more about it yet. Um, and yeah, we're working on all kinds of stuff together and independently as well. So it's all good. And Brooks's tracksuits are actually available in my store <sighs> now. Oh my All right, God. I need to get one. Yeah, I'm like I'm going to Park City next week. First stop, your shop. There you go. Right. Uh, amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Hollywood Life Podcast. We really appreciate having. Yes, you. Yes, thank you, Meredith. Thank you guys so much. Have a great afternoon. You too. All right, we'll you too. Soon.